0: Welcome to the Daily Tee Podcast. Are you a golf fan looking for an easy way to stay up to date on the latest news, stories, and gossip in the world of golf? Then you've come to the right place. In around six minutes, we'll fill you in on everything you need to know to spill the tea on the course. Brought to you by Great Lakes Golf. In today's episode, we'll cover Europe's dominance on day one at the Ryder Cup, criticism faced by the U.S. captain for benching top players, tie-breaking methods in golf tournaments, Ludwig Aberg's rise in professional golf, and much more. Hey there, fellow golf fans. Today is Friday, September 29th, 2023. We've got some exciting news from the world of golf we can't wait to share with you. So let's jump in and get started with today's recap. Let's start by talking about the Ryder Cup, shall we? Boy, oh boy, what an eventful day it has been. The atmosphere was absolutely electric as the U.S. team went head-to-head with Europe, we witnessed some intense moments on the course. Scotty Scheffler faced a tough crowd, John Rahm was all pumped up, and Victor Hovland was channeling some serious Tiger Woods energy. But let me tell you, things didn't quite go as expected for the U.S. team in the morning session. Europe managed to take a commanding lead, sweeping all four foursome matches. It was definitely a bit of a downer for the U.S. team, as they didn't manage to get a lead in any of the matches. Now, U.S. Captain Zach Johnson's decision to bench Brooks Kepka. Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas certainly raised a few eyebrows. But hey, there's still hope. The afternoon session is set to bring some intense four-ball matches that could turn things around. Now, let's dive into Zach Johnson's decision-making as the U.S. captain. He clarified that his choices weren't based on the player's form. Instead, he highlighted the physical demands of the golf course and expressed his confidence in both Spieth and Thomas. Furthermore, Johnson emphasized that the Ryder Cup is an event where the rookie's status is almost irrelevant— showcasing his trust in the team's newcomers. However, if the U.S. team ends up losing, Johnson might face some criticism. But here's the thing. The blame should be shared among the players and the overall team performance. Speaking of the Ryder Cup, did you know that the host team has the advantage of customizing the course to benefit their side? It's an interesting fact, isn't it? The European team has been particularly savvy in this regard, using data and advanced analytics to tailor their strategies and gain an edge. It's a clever move that has paid off for them in the past. It remains to be seen if Europe will employ a similar tactic given the different composition of the U.S. team. In other news, there's been a recent poll among golf insiders that revealed their preferred tie-breaking systems. It turns out the three-hole aggregate used by the PGA and Players' Championships is the most popular option. Following closely behind is the sudden-death method used in the Masters and most regular tour events. However, the four-hole aggregate often used at the Open Championship didn't fare as well and was less popular among those surveyed. These results suggest that while ties may be acceptable in some instances, there is a clear preference for a decisive outcome in golf tournaments. Now let's shift gears and talk about Ludwig Aberg, a rising star in the world of professional golf this young Swedish golfer has been making waves with his exceptional skills. After a successful amateur career, Aberg has secured a spot on the prestigious PGA tour for the upcoming 2024 season. At just 23 years old, he carries the hopes of Europe on his shoulders as he embarks on his professional golfing journey. Keep an eye out for this talented golfer because he's definitely someone to watch out for in the coming years. Lastly, let's touch on the plans for a new PGA-caliber golf course in Chicago. This exciting project, designed by none other than Tiger Woods and backed by former President Barack Obama, has unfortunately hit a snag. The development has been stalled due to a lack of political support and fundraising challenges, amplified by the impact of the pandemic. As a result, the Obama Foundation has made the decision to focus their efforts on completing the presidential center set to open in 2025, rather than pursue the golf course project. It's definitely a disappointment, but rest assured, the world of golf is always evolving and we're sure to see more exciting developments in the future. That's a wrap on today's golf news. Thanks for listening to today's episode where we covered the latest news and stories in the world of golf. Be sure to check out greatlakesgolf.com for more unique content, great merchandise, and show your support for Great Lakes Conservation. Until next time, keep swinging and stay on par.